So somebody says to you, tell me about yourself. What do you say? Do you use all the words that kind of fall into the naughty territory? Or do you use kind of lukewarm words that fall into the nice territory? Or do you have a belief, such a belief in yourself, that you would consider yourself and describe yourself as being brave? Brave enough to live your life in a way that makes a difference. Brave enough to know that word that describes how you are meant to show up in the world and how you make a difference. Today we're going to talk about how you can find that word, how you can be brave enough to live a life beyond 50 that takes your breath away. So come on in and let's do it. This is the podcast that walks you down the path from not enough to brave enough for love, for life, for making a difference in this world, however that looks for you. This is where the secret inner hero society is alive and well, and you are going to be inspired by the stories of women who are doing it, being brave enough to love again, to live this life with courage. I'm Bernice McDonald, and I am excited to have you here. So get on in here and let's do this. So it's almost Christmas at the time of this recording, and I just saw the most beautiful ad. I believe it was for a uh, children's hospital or a children's charity, but a a children's um, situation where kids are sick and uh, having to have surgery and they're in the hospital. And the whole slogan was about these children are not naughty or nice. They're just brave. And I thought, wow, that is so powerful. By the way, I... I'm very proud of myself for being brave enough to be recording episode number 50. Wow, it's taken me a little over a year to do this, to get to this place. Many ups and downs and fears and trepidations and all of the things that go with being uncertain if you're going in the right direction or how to do something new. But I made it this far to episode number 50. So, woohoo, celebrate with me. But the thing that I want you to do is really the thing that I want to give to you through this podcast soft and strong, how to be brave enough for love but not just romantic love, love for your heart, love for life, love for who you are, and living that out after 50. Live in your la- the last quarter of your life as somebody who enjoys and embraces who they are. So it's not about defining yourself as naughty <laughs> or nice but rather to see yourself as being brave. Because really, it's all about identity, isn't it? It's asking the questions, who am I? Who do I want to be? And what is keeping me from being that? What is standing in my way? What is 
the wall. That very question, what's the wall that's keeping me from being the best that I can be, becomes your most epic challenger in this life. If you can overcome that challenger, you are out for the races, as they say. You will be able to keep walking your path with strength and joy and dignity. Because that wall is really your fear story. That wall is your focus. And when you see clearly that what you're focusing on is holding you back from becoming everything that you are meant to be, whoo, that's where the magic happens. Last episode, we talked about finding your word. Because when you think of your identity, it's who you are. It's who you know deep inside that you are meant to be, who you are when you strip away all of the expectations others put on you, all of the things that you don't like about yourself. It's who you're meant to be and how you're meant to show up in the world to make a difference. That, my beautiful ladies, is the place where you need to go to be the most incredibly effective person, the most, the person who owns who she is. So let's figure out your word. We always label ourselves. Life does that to us. We create labels for who we are. My labels, which is what how I define myself up until I was probably close to 50 and beyond, was unlovable. That was one of my labels. I also felt like I was an irritation that came out of my childhood. And I never even realized it until I started to really think about how I summed myself up. And you can see when those become the barriers, when those become the definition of who I am, you can see how that will stop you from doing what's brave, how that will will stop you in your tracks many times when you try to take that step forward. The good news is, soft is the new strong. That's why I created the acronym SOFT, because what we want to do is grow your strong, but we want to do it in a way so you're strong on the inside, so that you can be soft to the world on the outside. Because when you're soft, you're open. You're facing your fear. You're fearless. You are You are loving more than you're fearing. You're letting your love conquer your fear and you're you're seeing the people around you with a softness and they are feeling that in you, which makes you way more effective. So the word soft becomes a pathway to being the best you. How are you going to feel when you are the best you? You're going to feel beautiful. You're going to feel intelligent. You're going to feel accepting of your strengths and not focusing on your weaknesses. You're going to be at peace with your life. You're going to be at peace with who you are. Knowing this sets you free to not have to be like anyone else or to be what someone else tells you that you should be. 
Doesn't that sound amazing? Wouldn't you just love to live your life like that? I hope that you've had a taste of that. The secret to this is to find the hero who lives inside you. You are not your body. You live inside your body. And as we age, this is a really, really important thing to grab onto. You are a person walking on a path. You are a heart. Your heart or your soul, the core of who you are, whatever you want to call it, I call it your heart lives inside your body. When you realize that, that you're walking this path and these bombs go off and these boulders drop on you, rendering you powerless for a little while, when people throw rocks at you from their own paths, rocks like hurtful words or actions or expectations, when that happens to you, you are the one who makes the decision about who you are going to be in the middle of all of that. You have that power to make that choice, and you're the only one who can do it for you. Your most epic mission is this. It's to find that hero that lives in you, to find the person inside who has this identity that believes in herself, that that knows she has the power to make her own decisions about who she's going to be and how she is going to, again, show up in the world. Now, your word, which is your superpower, becomes the center of your character. And what I've found is that instead of saying you have a purpose and have this big you know, to start with the mission, the huge mission about I'm meant to stop world hunger, it's so much easier to find the core of who you are, the heart of who you are, and just to become that every day, all the time, wherever you are. Your word becomes the expression of your soft. It's the core of your strength. That's the essence soft. It's the fire in being open to the magic. Open is the O in soft. It shrinks your fear. It becomes your love in action, which is greater than fear, which is the F in soft. And it gives you an anchor for being true to yourself, which is the T in soft. So you are strong. You are open. You are fearless because your love conquers all fear and you are true to yourself. My word is to inspire. Now, I am such a nerd. I had to go look up the definition. And this is what I encourage my clients to do too. Look up the definition. When you latch onto a word that feels true to you, find out what it means. To inspire, I I won't read you the whole thing because it would take you an hour, but to inspire to me means to impart courage, inspiration, and resolution, to animate, to cheer on, to embolden, to light the fire in other people. That's literally what inspire means. That's why I am doing what I do. Now, I can be that 
anywhere, anytime. I can see inside somebody else's heart and see what they're afraid of being and encourage them to become the true person that they are. So how do you find your word? Well, I have an entire process for you to help you define it and to live it in the secret inner hero society. I'm going to be opening up spots in the society very soon. So keep your eye on my website. In the meantime, though, I have these questions that I want you to ask yourself and to think through. And these were triggered by the book, again, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. So if you want to get some inside information on that, download that book. Number one, what do I love to do? Now, for me, I said, I love to have deep conversations with people. I redid this because I wanted to really nail this down and see if I was still on the right track. So I'm going to tell you what I, well, how I answered this to give you an idea for how you can do that. But I just love to have deep conversations with people. That's the long and short of it. Now that that leads to the second question, what work do I do that doesn't seem like work? Well, for me, it is to help people see their own intrinsic value, to have clarity, to see them break through, to believe in themselves. That kind of work does not seem like work to me at all. You're going to be different. You're going to have your own thing here, but think it through. Now, the third question What could I keep on doing forever and not even notice the time passing? Well, for me, to learn from someone who is writing and talking about the heart, about purpose, gifts, and the zone of genius, this is an important thing to know because you need to know what feeds your soul. You need to know what inspires your heart. What are you doing when you are getting filled up, because you need to tap into that in order to be able to grow your word, to be able to grow the influence that your word is going to give you. So that this is where we need to look at what your unique ability is, or I call this your superpower. What are you really, really gifted at doing? And there's no room for humility here. There's no room for judgment. This is not a naughty or nice situation. This is almost stepping away from yourself and being very objective and just looking at yourself. What is it that you're really good at doing and love to do? The way that you can find this is to finish these statements. I'm at my best when fill that in. For me, it's when I'm talking to people about who they are at their best. The second part of this is when I'm at my best, the exact thing I'm doing is, and we fill in that part. What are you doing when you feel absolutely at your best? For me, it's sensing who people are and bringing that, what I observe, to their attention. That's what I'm doing when I'm absolutely lost in time. 
And the third part of this is when I'm doing this, the thing I love most about it is. What I love most about it when I am doing this is I see their eyes light up. I feel them searching for what's true. I feel them letting go of their fear just for a second, believing that there may be good in them and catching a glimpse, grabbing onto that and believing that, seeking and clinging to that answer. I feel an inner glow of warmth and excitement when I'm doing this. And this is going to be true for you too. You are going to feel that inner glow of warmth and excitement when you are in your zone of genius, when you are doing what you love to do, what you are made to do. This is why I am a coach. This is why I do what I do and have been building this business and now creating the Secret Inner Hero Society because this is who I am. And my word (laughs) is to inspire. I inspire. I inspire everywhere. When I'm talking to a grocery clerk, I try to light them up. When I'm talking to people I work with, I want to see their heart. I want them to see their heart. I want them to appreciate their hearts. I do it everywhere with my family. I do it when I'm on vacation. I do it with my husband. This is who I am. You may be able to say, I love, I encourage, I help, I lighten a load. How about I bring joy? I hug in some way. I don't know how you hug. It's not always physical. I know a lady who has a job as a hugger. She lives in California at a farmer's market. I think she's back to that now after COVID. But that's how she expresses what she has to give to the world, how she shows up. Yours might be, I believe I believe in people. I believe in the good. I believe in in having a purpose. That may be your word. I soften. I give. What is your word? The beauty of knowing your word is you can stop thinking of yourself as naughty or nice or unlovable or an irritation. And instead, you can think of yourself as brave. Brave because you're showing up as who you are deep in your heart. This is how you become strong on the inside. So you that you can live as a soft reflection of who you are on the outside toward the world and stop focusing on what's happening in your body, on the aging process. Stop focusing on all the events that are happening around you, the bombs, the boulders, the rocks being thrown at you. Instead, you can react. You can make a decision about who you're going to be in the middle of all that as you walk your path. You can focus on what you are going to bring to the world. I love this. 
check out my profile on Instagram because I'm always backing this up with the posts and the videos and all of that that fill in some of this. If you have questions, private message me. Let me help you figure this out. And remember, pretty soon, we're going to have seats open in the Secret Inner Hero Society where you can work through this stuff for an entire year, learning to be your best soft self. Strong on the inside, soft on the outside. Because soft is the new strong. Okay, enough for today. I will talk to you in the next podcast. Bye.